The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Visit 630Chad.com. Here's why you should rush to Audi Edmonton North this month. This month, lease the 2018 Q7 from only $656 per month for 48 months. Plus, receive a free Audi Care prepaid maintenance plan with the purchase of any new 2018 Audi model. Or take advantage of rates from 0% or up to $17,000 in cash savings on select remaining 2018 models while inventory lasts. Visit Audi Edmonton North today. Just head west on Stony Plain Road. A member of the Jim Pattison Auto Group. Royal Pizza just put the app in Appetite. Download our mobile app and place orders from anywhere. Repeat favorite orders within seconds and receive our latest discounts and specials. Search Royal Pizza Edmonton on the App Store or Google Play and enjoy your favorite pizza, pasta, and so much more the smart way. If you ever find yourself phoneless, order online at order.royalpizza.ca. Come on limited time sign up for the sturgeon valley golf and country club trial membership for only 299 dollars, you get full membership privileges from may 21st to 31st with preferential weekend rounds full access to the practice facility club dining plus play in our men's or ladies night the course is in exceptional shape so head to the sturgeon valley golf and country club just off the henday in st albert for more details head to sturgeonvalleygolfclub.com Tonight, a stolen relic. We know you're selling the treasure. A ruthless terrorist. Somehow we'll have everything we need for the attack. And two battling exes. There's a reason we were never going to work. There's a thousand reasons we were never going to work. Take us on this summer's biggest adventure. Saving the world has never been more fun. Are you at all concerned that we don't know anything about what we're walking into? A black market bazaar thrown by dangerous criminals. So for you, just another Saturday night? Blood and Treasure, new drama. Tonight at 7 on Global. For a great time, head to the River Cree Resort and Casino. On May 31st, John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band will be taking the stage. Then on July 5th, don't miss Space Oddity, David Brighton's tribute to David Bowie. And on June 7th, the cult will be turning the River Cree into a sonic temple. These and other great shows are on sale now at Ticketmaster.ca. See them all live at the River Cree Resort and Casino. Excitement. Bet on it. A fresh look at your city and the unique people who bring it all together. Don't miss Trending this week on Global Edmonton. On this week's show, we visit the Talus World of Science Edmonton to see their latest IMAX movie, Superpower Dogs. You get a chance to meet these furry, real-life superheroes and learn the science behind their superpowers. These remarkable dogs go way beyond being our best friends. They're saving our lives. All this week on Trending, only on Global Edmonton. Hi, I'm Brent from Arctic Spas. Hot tubs sure have changed during the 25 years we've been manufacturing. Arctic Spas are now so efficient you'll hardly notice a difference on your electric bill. Spa Boy Automated Water Care makes maintenance a breeze. On Spa's online technology allows for real-time monitoring and control from anywhere. And our constant improvements in comfort and therapy will have you never wanting to get out of your Arctic Spa. Come see what's new. You deserve it. ArcticSpaZEdmonton.com. C-H-E-D. 630 Chad. Edmonton's news and conversation station. 
Global News at 2. Good afternoon. I'm Eileen Bell. It's 17 degrees, heading to a guaranteed high of 20 today, 23 tomorrow. Fire officers say the wind continues to be favorable as crews battle a large wildfire a few kilometers from high level in northwestern Alberta. Nearly 5,000 people have left high level in nearby First Nations communities. The fire is southwest of the town and is burning in a northwesterly direction. Bruce Mayer from the province says that's good from both a weather and firefighting standpoint. Forecast for the next few days is uh, uh, the strong gusty winds will be from the southeast to east and northeast, which are all favorable from a uh, high-level perspective. Intellis says they've been able to restore wireless service in Mackenzie County after it was disrupted by the wildfire activity. Some areas are still using generators to keep the wireless service going, though. Federal Natural Resources Minister Amarjeet Sohi says as Ottawa is supporting the provincial firefighting and evacuation efforts, letting Alberta take the lead. Canadian Rangers uh, have been helping uh, the RCMP in the uh, evacuation. Uh, my department, Enercan, has been uh, sharing uh, uh, on-site uh, real-time information on uh, on which way the fires are, uh, are moving. Uh, and if more assistance is required by the province, uh, we are willing and ready to offer their support. So he made the comments at a funding announcement downtown that will see more Indigenous participation in building the forestry sector. A man who killed a Calgary woman and her little girl in 2016 will have to serve at least 50 years in prison before he can apply for parole. Queen's bench justice Beth Hughes called Edward Downey callous and remorseless in passing her sentence today. Hughes said, given the facts of the case, consecutive parole ineligibilities are required. In December, a jury found Downey guilty of two counts of first-degree murder for the deaths of Sarah Bailey and her five-year-old daughter, Talia Marsman. Bailey was found inside her Northwest Calgary basement suite in July of 2016. Talia's body was found three days later outside Cindy Limits following an Alberta-wide Amber Alert. The United Conservative Party is ready to start the new session at the legislature. UCP MLAs were sworn in today. The speech from the throne comes tomorrow. Government House Leader Jason Nixon says with the strong mandate they received from voters, they're keen to begin making changes. We have an ambitious agenda that will start with the Carbon Tax Repeal Act. The carbon tax is all economic pain with no environmental gain. Not even its proponents have been able to uh, estimate a reduction in emissions while the tax makes the lives of ordinary Albertans more expensive. Passing the Carbon Tax Repeal Act will mean that ordinary people will no longer be punished for heating their homes and driving to work. He expects approximately a dozen pieces of legislation will be passed before they break for summer, including incentives for new business investment in the province. A new approach is being considered at City Hall to crack down on slum landlords. Councillor Scott McKean has tabled a motion at Urban Planning Committee to see if it's possible to have the city revoke the business license of any problem landlord. He says a lot of people are vulnerable to bad behaving property owners. Their government social service or ACE checks are going right to the landlord. Um, you know, I've heard of these places not having any toilets. There's garbage. They seem to attract predators, whether it's drug dealers, that sort of thing. It will really drag down a street.
McKean doubts the revoking of licenses is something that happens now because in his time on the Community Standards Committee, no landlord has ever come forward to try to appeal a move like that. Checking the market numbers from National Bank Financial, the TSX up 19 at 16,417. The Dow up 180 to 25,860. NASDAQ up 79 at 7782. Our dollar up 11 basis points to 74.58 cents U.S., Oil down 14 cents a barrel at 63.07. Western Canadian Select down 28 cents at 47.33. Natural gas down 5 cents a gigajoule to 264. Gold down 280 an ounce to $1,274.50. 6.30 Chad guaranteed weather mostly sunny and 20 today for the guaranteed high. Windy as well. Mostly clear down to 8 tonight. Partly cloudy and 23 tomorrow. In Edmonton it's 17 degrees. I'm Eileen Bell. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News starts right now. Engaging conversation with Jalen Nye. This is the Afternoon News on Edmonton's News and Conversation Station. 6.30 Chad. Oh, hey, Chadville. Happy Tuesday to you. It's Jalen Nye here on the 6.30 Chad Afternoon News. A busy day today covering a whole bunch of different topics, to be honest with you. Um, at 3.30, interesting story. Have you heard about this... Um, Aurora phenomenon. It's called Steve. Uh, well, I'm going to tell you more about it. You you might have seen it over the years. You might not have, but um, a, a local group, including a local woman, has been honored just recently by NASA for her involvement in photographing. Um, well, it's not really Northern Light, but I'm going to get them to explain it to you coming up. Uh, it's our monthly segment of Fit After 40. Uh, we'll take a look at the spring session of the legislature and some of the lessons that we learned from the Fort McMurray wildfire with Tom Vernon. Uh, coming up in about 10 minutes, uh, wanted to get into uh, a bit of a round table on cancer diagnosis and kind of the, the mindset. And this all stems from a recent comment by Alex Trebek. You'll remember he was recently diagnosed and shared with everybody that he was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. Um, so we're going to get the folks from a wellspring in to talk about, you know, dealing uh, with, uh, with, uh, with a diagnosis like that. But right now, they'll want to get to this. Of course, we've been following it over the past few days. Uh, crews continue to battle a large wildfire burning just outside of high level. In northern Alberta, nearly 5,000 people have been evacuated from the community. The good news, as you just heard Eileen mention in the newscast, is the wind is blowing the flames and smoke away from the town. Premier Jason Kenney, who is planning on heading to the area later today, spoke to reporters about the situation this morning. Approximately 4,000 people have been evacuated without incident, and I'm pleased to say it was a safe, orderly evacuation thanks to the cooperation of residents and first responders. I spoke yesterday with high-level Mayor uh, Crystal McTeer, and there's been a high degree of cooperation between the municipality and provincial crews sent in to assist the mayor, uh, thanked, uh, thank the government of Alberta uh, for what she described as tremendous resources and a timely response. On the, on the fire intensity scale of one to six, the high-level fire is currently assessed to be a six, meaning that the fire is jumping from crown to crown of trees. 
The right call was made by Mayor McAteer to get residents out early based on the unpredictability of the winds. Uh, the fire has approached as close as uh, five kilometers to the southwest of uh, high level. Uh, this meant that residents could evacuate in the daytime without imminent threat. We know at this time that no homes have been damaged uh, and there has been no known there have been no known injuries associated with the fires, but electricity and cellular service have been lost in the area. Uh, ATCO has informed us that power is expected to be restored later today, and I'd like to thank ATCO and their employees uh, for doing tremendous work to, do, uh, to get power back online. We understand that power uh, losses uh, have also affected the communities of Fort Vermilion and La Crete. For those residents who have had to leave their homes, we ask that you please register at reception centers, even if you, even if you aren't staying there and are choosing to stay with friends or family or are camping, we want to be able to communicate directly with you through the Alberta Emergency Management Association and through the, the town of high level. That was Premier Jason Kenney speaking earlier today. Right now, we're joined by Alberta Wildlife Information Officer Travis Fairweather. Hi, Travis. Hi there. Thanks for joining me this afternoon. So things, um, wind wise still better today than they have been over the past couple of days in the high level area uh, the direction of the wind certainly has been um, in our favor but uh, it's still a, a very strong wind and anytime you you get uh, these sort of high sustained winds and, and the high gusts of wind uh, it's going to push that fire uh, pretty pretty fast pretty mm. quickly yeah um, we heard uh, the premier speak uh, just now and of course early this morning in the briefing he mentioned about the fire intensity scale that the high level fire sitting at a six um, he mentioned about the crown jumping can you go into a bit of more detail about what a level six means sure yeah that's our, our firehead intensity scale so it sort of determines um, sort of at what intensity a fire is burning and that can change throughout the day um, overnight we see uh, less intensity than we do uh, sort of around this time of day which we call the peak burning period uh, but certainly yeah the scale goes from one to ten one is sort of the fire uh, just smoldering and creeping along the ground and then six is sort of the highest level where uh, it's moved all the way up the trees it's burning all the trees are candling and, and they're sending the, the flames from from treetop to treetop which allows it to spread very quickly and, and become quite intense will all trees crown or is it just certain types of trees yeah just the the coniferous trees your sort of your evergreen style trees um, are the ones that that do more crowning than than the others for sure uh, Travis um, wondering if I am I'm going back to the Fort uh, McMurray fire and I remember there was a, a combination that involved Involved, the temperature, the humidity, and something. I think it was like a 30-30-30. Uh, does that make sense to you? Yeah, so anytime we're talking about uh, the conditions that, that lead to a fire becoming very intense and spreading very quickly, we're looking at the humidity, we're looking at the temperature, and we're looking at the wind. Um, so whenever you get temperatures that exceed the relative humidity, we call those crossover conditions. Okay. Uh, so low RH values and high temperatures. And then, of course, anytime you get the wind in there, it's going to start blowing blowing that fire. So give us some of the, uh, the, uh, the you know, when it comes to challenges um, to battling a fire like this. I mean, it's too intense to have people on the ground in front of the fire so um air attack it would be uh, number one right now and working in behind it yes exactly 
exactly. Uh, anytime you, our, our first priority is always human life, and that includes our firefighters. So we're not going to put them out in front of a big fire like that. It would be very ineffective. Uh, so we start looking at other methods. Uh, like you mentioned, aircraft certainly helps. Um, looking at areas where we might be able to uh, do a safe burn to prevent uh, those areas from having fuel for the fire to consume if it, if it makes it into that location. Um, all sorts of uh, strategies like that come into play for sure. So Travis, I know that you're not uh, up in that area right now, but can you give us an idea? The last number that we had was, I think it was, uh, what, about five kilometres outside of town. Do we know how close that fire is right now to high level? Yeah, the last uh, location I was given was about three kilometres south of the town, okay. and the fire has grown to be uh, just shy of 80,000 hectares wow. in size. Okay, 80,000 hectares. Could we see this fire danger uh, increase in the province? I mean, I was just looking at some maps from fire ban, uh, the fire ban websites, uh, albertafirebans.ca, I think it is. Yes. Um, it's just all pure extreme. It's an extreme condition in the whole northern part of the province. It's uh, it's uh, it's an ugly color of pink up there on the map. Yeah, uh, the north has definitely seen these, these very high da- uh, fire danger uh, scales, uh, which shows up as pink on the map. Um, that's our highest level, certainly, so um, it's, uh, we never like to see that. Um, we have been getting a bit of rain in the south, which is good. That allows us to uh, deploy our resources uh, from the south and come help us up in the north here. All righty. That fire that was around uh, the Edson Marlboro community, communities jumped Highway 16 over the weekend. Where's that right now? Yeah, so that fire has been uh, classified as being held, Good. which is the, the stage below uh, out of control, which means it, it is still burning, but it isn't expected to grow anymore, especially given the, the weather conditions and the resources on it. So that's always good news for us, and we have um, a, a dozer guard all the way around that fire at this time. What is it about May and these big fires, Travis? Well, it's definitely this time of year for sure. Um, that's when we start seeing these these hot and dry conditions, but also uh, the grass hasn't really turned green yet. The leaves yeah. on the trees aren't green yet. Uh, so up until then, we, we, we're seeing this dead, dry grass, and that's just the ideal fuel for a fire to start quickly and just spread very fast. Well, certainly a staggering and shocking start. Uh, well, maybe not shocking to you and the folks that uh, knew the conditions that were out there, but seeing some of those pictures in the video and the photos over the weekend uh, just... Uh, with some scary stuff. Uh, Travis, thanks for this. Thanks for the works you're doing, and uh, we'll probably be talking in the very near future. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, Travis Fairweather from um, Alberta Wildlife. He was an information officer there. We'll keep you updated, of course, with the very latest uh, across the province right here on the 630 Ched Afternoon News. Plus, check out our Facebook page at 630ched.com for the latest information, and Eileen will have the latest news headlines as well.